0: Peace of our Lord be with you. Here at Northminster, Deacon Installation and Ordination Day comes every year on Baptism of the Lord Sunday, a convergence of two of the great big physical gestures of the church baptism with water and ordination by the laying on of hands. Because of our current public health circumstances, the laying on of hands will of necessity be postponed. But though we must fast for now from that beautiful, powerful, physical gesture, we are today setting aside these six souls. Smith Boykin, Thomas Elford, Skipper Jernigan, Susan O'Mara, Ginger Parham, and Jennifer Stribling for service to the church as deacons. Smith and Thomas having previously been ordained as deacons, Skipper, Susan, Ginger, and Jennifer installed today as a down payment on the day when they will kneel before the congregation at the altar of the church to receive the sacred sign of ordination by the laying on of hands. Smith, Thomas, Skipper, Susan, Ginger, and Jennifer, are embarking on their deaconship at a moment of great challenge for the church throughout the world and for our nation. People of every perspective, opinion, and party saddened and angered by Wednesday's violent assault on our nation's capital, which left many injured and five dead. To speak of that day in this place is not to be political in church, it is to be moral in church. Because what happened on Wednesday was a tragic moral moment for our nation and also. A personal moment for us. People we know and love and care for, with whom we worship God, were there on Capitol Hill on Wednesday. One serving on the floor of the United States Senate, another working in a Senate office building a stone's throw away, and perhaps others of our flock and friends. And so we especially give thanks for those who helped protect all who might otherwise have been harmed. Remembering especially today the officer who lost his life along with the others who died on a day when we reaped the harvest of a now decades-long season which is popularly referred to by many as the culture wars, a long and sad season in our national life in which for decades we have not only normalized, but we have incentivized the kind of speech which demonizes and dehumanizes those who hold a different view of things than we hold. Decades of sowing to the wind, and now, in the words of the great prophet Hosea, reaping, the whirlwind over against which I would like to place a small, quiet, simple, beautiful, hopeful story. One which I've said for years I was going to say for my last sermon on my last Sunday at Northminster, but which, though it may be small and simple, seems sufficiently beautiful and hopeful to say on the first Sunday after last Wednesday. It is my favorite Northminster story, but it actually started before we even moved here in the summer of 1997, between the time you all voted to call us in May of 97 and the time when Marcia, Joshua, Maria, and I moved here in July. I was at my desk at the church in Washington when the phone rang and a voice on the other end of the line said, this is Rubel Phillips. My wife Margaret and I are going to be in Washington next week. We're members at Northminster and we'd like to meet you. At the appointed day and time we met at Rubel's suggestion and by his arrangement, at the Army-Navy Club, a rather auspicious destination not far from the White House, at which we had a delightful lunch, during which Rubel said, So, I guess you have gotten to know George Purvis, to which I replied that I had indeed come to know and appreciate Dr. Purvis, what with him being a member of the pastor search committee, to which Rubel replied, much to Margaret's mortification, Well, let me just tell you, I'm the most conservative member you've got, and George is the most liberal. Rubel went on to say, We cancel each other's vote out on everything national politics, local referendums, church decisions. In fact, Rubel concluded, George's only hope to make it in the pearly gates is if I get there for first and put in a good word for him. To which Margaret, who had endured in silence as long as she could, said, Ruble, dear, I doubt George Purvis is going to need any help from anybody getting into heaven, least of all you. <laughs> Once we arrived here, I learned that Rubel's characterization of the differences between his view of things and George's was only slightly exaggerated. But infinitely more importantly, I learned how deeply and truly those two, though so different from one another, loved and respected and cared for one another. They died They died appropriately enough, exactly two weeks apart in the summer of two thousand and eleven. I think I shall never forget sitting by Rubel's bed one day as he was nearing the end of his own life. By then, he always wanted us to hold hands. So I was sitting by Rubel's bed, holding his hand. I remember rubbing his hand. And I said to Rubel, you know, George Purvis is not doing well. And a great um, tear formed in Rubel's eye And he turned his face away from me, and he looked out the window of his room in the assisted living place where we were. And He gazed heavenward, and he said, George Purvis, (laughs) finest man. I ever knew. And I would say to you, oh children of God, that that is the kind of church to which you want to belong, and that is the kind of America in which you want To live, and I, for one, am not ready to give up on that. Which Smith, Thomas, Skipper, Susan. Ginger and Jennifer is where you come in. When you were baptized at St. Andrew's Cathedral, First Baptist Church, Greenwood, Mississippi, First Baptist Church, Jackson, Mississippi, Central Presbyterian Church on West Capitol Street downtown, St. Richard's Catholic Church across the interstate and Maranatha Bible Church in New Orleans. The church, whether the church baptized you by sprinkling at a font or plunging in a pool, the church claimed you for a life of kindness and integrity gentleness and generosity, truth and love. And as you begin today your term of service as deacons, we are all going to be looking to you to help the rest of us live up to our baptism. The way the six of you have been living up to yours and little by little, conversation by conversation, step by step, day by day, if the world can be changed, we will change it. Smith, Thomas Skipper, Susan Ginger and Jennifer, the world may never have needed a good deacon more than now. What a great time to be a thoughtful, prayerful, truthful, gentle, mindful servant of the Church, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We turn now to the installation of deacons, those whom our church affirmed in the autumn of 2020 to begin their service in January of 2021 include two who have previously been ordained, Smith Boykin and Thomas Elfert. And four who will be ordained as soon as the laying on of hands can be wisely and safely done, Skipper Jernigan, Susan O'Mara, Ginger Parham, and Jennifer Stribly. As these stand before you, I invite each of them and all of you, wherever you may be in this moment. You join in the responsive reading of the charges which are printed in your order of worship. Smith, Thomas, Skipper, Susan, Ginger, and Jennifer, you have been turned to by the family of faith to serve the church in a special way. Do you trust in Jesus Christ as head of the church? Do you accept the meaning and power of the biblical witness in your lives? And do you believe that the Christian church has a mission relevant to the needs and challenges of our time? Will you seek to serve the church with energy, intelligence, imagination, love, tolerance, and good humor? Do you, members of Northminster Baptist Church, accept these new deacons to lead us in the work of Christ? Do you promise to support them with your encouragement, prayers, and Christian love? Yes. Please join your hearts and voices in the church's prayer for these deacons. Almighty God, in every time you have chosen servants to speak your word and lead your people, We thank you for these whom you have called to serve in our midst. Grant them the necessary gifts to do the work. Make them wise and faithful, humble and prophetic, patient and persevering, glad to be what they are and expecting much from their life of service in the church. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. At this time, our 2021 Deacon Chair, Jeff Stansel, will present to Skipper, Susan, Ginger, and Jennifer, our church's sign and symbol of deacon service, which Smith and Thomas received on the occasion of their ordination.
1: Thank you, Pastor. While much is unfamiliar these days, we are glad to be here today for the familiar ritual of welcoming and installing our newest deacons. For many years, Northminster has given a monogram towel to each of our incoming deacons as a symbol of the service to be given to our church. This important tradition continues today as we give these towels to Skipper, Susan, Ginger, Jennifer, we also look forward to the day when each of you will be ordained and each of us can offer our words of blessing to you. For now, on behalf of the congregation that can't be here today and personally, we are deeply grateful to you for the service you have already begun. And we are especially grateful for the goodness and wisdom thanks to each of you and thanks be
0: As we come to the close of this hour of worship, perhaps we might use this time of response to hold in our hearts and in our prayers all of those who are carrying particularly heavy burdens and facing particularly difficult days.